Josh Allen is not elite. Adam Gase deserves another chance. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence was a reach. Yeah, he's never won a fantasy championship. The guy drafted a kicker in the fifth fucking round. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Glad to be back. Yeah, literally. It's a little three-month hiatus yeah, just for the a, kids. There's a little three-month break here. I mean, there's not that much going on no. between the Super Bowl and, and free agency anyway. We're just going to be somber and but. bitch about how much we miss football, which is probably a pretty common occurrence for most of you listening. Fuck so. yeah. But it's draft season, which is honestly my favorite part of the entire <laughs> yeah, year. I could, literally. I would, I would rather do draft season six times over. Oh, being like an ESPN season. draft analysis would be the dream. Dream, absolute. Oh dream my job. god, so much fun. Draft uh, there would be stressful as hell because you could look like an idiot, but an absolute moron. Mm-hmm. I mean, if your name's Mel Kiper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you hear this, Mel. Yeah, well, coming hey, for you. Maybe you'll come on the show. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I could be our know. first guest. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he could just dispute your claim. Who knows? But anyways, uh, so how we're going to go ahead and address this draft season is we're going to go through division by division and basically cover what free agency did for that team, kind of key additions, key departures, what kind of draft stock they have going forward, and who we kind of think that they're leaning towards in the first round. We'll come together with a full mock draft, probably the week of the NFL draft, just because a lot of things change, teams trade picks. And yeah, dumb moves like New Orleans. Yeah, the, the three weeks up from now until draft day is going to be like, there could be so many shit, so much shit that changes. Mm-hmm. It's not worth trying to predict. We'll just wait until it's like the week of and we'll we'll uh, we'll let go of like a full first round mock. I think we'll do like a, what, probably like a, we'll each go over our top 32 picks. Oh, yeah. Um, and then debate, discuss. And then probably keep a tracker and see who hits more. <clears throat> That'd be fun. So me. We're, we're both going to hit it like a 3% clip. I mean... It's pretty tough, honestly, to predict <laughs> trades and shit like that. But yeah, we'll probably put a factor in there where it won't count if a team trades up to draft a certain player because it's typically pretty obvious who they're going to trade up and get if they trade up for a pick. We'll have to we'll have to figure that out. But we got some time to do that. So in the meantime, though, we're just gonna we're gonna like you said, we'll just go division by division. We'll do a little off season rundown. Yeah, brother. Um, I'm just then, excited to get back talking football. Oh, I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. This, like I said, the favorite favorite time of year. I can't wait. Yeah, I live for this, Draft man. Like I'm Christmas. a football nerd. Watching yep. film is actually way more fun than I thought it would be when I first started this a couple of years ago, really kind of diving into the draft. Yeah, I might I might even take a vacation day on the first <laughs> um, round. Yeah, I would. Why not, dude? It's just, so much fun. Maybe the, the day after the first round. Yeah. Like, I guess it awesome. depends on when you get done. You want to be able to uh, make it for draft. I ain't coming day. in today, so <laughs> <laughs> you can find somebody else to work my shift. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Christmas, dude. It's definitely a holiday for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, nothing beats the draft. And it's just crazy. It's unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. Super Bowl probably would if our teams ever made it, but that's That's probably not going to happen. Hey, new overtime rules. My Bills are going to the Bowl next year. Oh, God. We're a Bills fan this season. The division is theirs to win. If you guys didn't know, a little skit that we do in this draft is Wink picks a new favorite team every season in this podcast. Turn the wheel. So so this year it's the Bills. (laughs) I spin the wheel, and uh, a couple years ago it was the Bucks. Yeah. And then when the Vikings Vikings get good, it'll be the Vikings. Yeah. But 2017, I like the Vikings a lot. So I guess with that being said, we could just hop into the NFC North and maybe yes. start off with the Vikings. Just speaking of the Vikings, yeah. I guess we'll just we'll we'll run right in. Um, I'll I let you take the lead on this. Yes, yeah, with your resident, so-called fandom over there, resident Vikings fan here, resident Vikings. Um, I don't really know where to start. They'd have yeah, I don't either. They're horrible. I mean, I'll just go I'm over kidding. like quickly some of the guys they lost. 
because they I feel like they've I think it balances out personally, but I mean, there's a lot of Vikings fans that are kind of split on what's going on. Obviously, new GM, new head coach, they hit the reset button this off season. Um, honestly, probably a year or two too late. Uh, um, <laughs> Should have kept Case Keenum. The rumor is, and anyone that's a Vikings fan has probably heard this already, but the the big kicker was when the Vikings beat the Saints in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. They were not expected to win that game, and the the rumor is that Mike Zimmer was going to be fired after that game. But ownership was assuming they wanna... that they were going to lose, and they were planning to fire Zimmer after that game, or, Z- or Spielman maybe even. Who leaked that? Um, I don't know, but that's been talked about on several occasions between then and now. So when they won that game, they kind of got forced to either extend Zimmer, because I think he only had like a year left on his contract. So they gave him an extension just as sort of like a, well, here you go. Um, so anyway, yeah, a year or two too late on this reset. I wish they would have done this a couple of years ago. Some of the assets they had, they probably could have traded and gotten a little bit more, but it's not like you can trade Harrison Smith, who's 32 years old or whatever the fuck he is now. <laughs> you know, nobody wants a 33-year-old safety. Nobody wants Who can't 34. play the way he should play because they change the rules every right. year for him. Yeah, he doesn't fit well in this uh, uh, today's NFL, but Everson Griffin, another guy that they probably could have gotten something for a few years back. Anyway... Um, they cut Michael Pierce was a not really a big loss. He, they signed him for a three-year deal, I think, well, over the last two years. He, he was eight, fantastic. Eight yeah, but he opted out for COVID, then and, got hurt. And then got hurt. He was a great signing when they made that sign. He just went back to Baltimore, too. That's yeah. the funny part. Another, he just yeah, swindled you guys for some money. Yep. Um, <laughs> Anthony Barr is going to be let go. I highly doubt he's going to be brought back. Uh, and I would doubt it. Highly doubt it. They just signed Zadarius Smith. There's no point in bringing Barr back. He's not playing inside linebacker in a 3-4. No, no. It's going to be. Not with his play style. No. No, then they signed Jordan Hicks. So yep. he's taking the inside linebacker spot next to Kendricks. It's going to be Smith and Hunter on the outside coming off the edge. Yeah, you're starting to have a lot of turnover on that defense. Yeah, they needed it. It's going to start. Yeah. They went from a 4-3 to a 3-4, mostly 3-4. So it's it's going to be a big change. I think the defense could struggle this year because of that. But um, Yeah, losing Everson Griffin too. A lot of, a lot of turnover. Xavier Woods, Woods. Panthers, right? Xavier Woods went to the Panthers mm-hmm. on like a three-year deal. So he's gone. Um Kenzie Mason, Alexander, Kenzie Alexander was a slot corner. He's gone, which I mean, he was I think one of the lowest graded corners in the league last year. But yeah, PFF, so it's pretty, you, maybe time. <laughs> yeah, if you care what PFF has to say. Yeah, I see. I, a lot of people have an issue with PFF. I think it's a pretty valuable resource. Yeah, because a lot you, of people put too much value on someone's name or yeah, how you, good they were in previous seasons. You also don't need to take it as the gospel. I understand. Yeah. Like with offensive linemen, you know, they don't know what their assignments are in any mm-hmm. given play, so sometimes the grade looks bad. Yep, but. It gives you a perspective, at least a different perspective, on how to look at how players are performing, other than, like you said, just like, oh, you know, Harrison Smith. Or just on, like, a numbers-based performance where we're only looking at stats. We can actually look on who's winning routes, all that stuff. I think they do, like, an in-depth analysis, and I think it gives more credit to football players who are actually good football players, but super underrated. Yeah. But I think the issue people have with it is that their star player on their favorite team isn't graded as high as they think that they should be graded, so they think that it's just it, all trash. It's, it's just a bunch mm-hmm. of bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this guy's a 98 on Madden, but his yeah. PFF grade yeah, is 75. Right. These this guys is, can't be Yeah, good. right. There's no way it's accurate. Yeah. Whereas people have bad games, and regardless, I mean, PFF's I do think it's very useful. non-biased, I think, in yeah. my opinion. Um, let's see, on the rest of the defense, Sheldon Richardson is also a free agent right now. Yeah. They, could, they could potentially bring I him back. I could see that. Because they, they actually made him a defensive end last year, <clears> even <throat> though it was a 4-3. And he's is that after Everson? That was after he came back. He Everson was back at one point playing with Richardson, but they were Hunter was out. Oh. And we were so short on DNs, <clears throat> they put Richardson on the edge, um, which is he'd be playing D-end in a 3-4 anyway. 
mm-hmm. rather than nose tackle. So he could be a decent fit for that. And if they think they could use some depth, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought him back. But How long is left on um, Hunter's deal? Um, oh, shit, man. I think he you signed guys five, robbed him. Yeah, we did. It was like a five-year 50 million, I think is what they signed. Unreal. Something like that, 50, 60. But at the time, he was still like 24 and like yep. coming up. Yep. They paid him based on what they projected him. Well, that's what a contract becoming. should be, an investment, not a reward. So. And, yeah. And he actually far outperformed it when he's healthy. It's just that the last two years he hasn't been healthy. Yep. I think he's, he's got so good, two, dude. maybe three left. Um, but they reworked his deal this offseason too. So. Oh, set him to Tennessee. Um, so defensively, we, I mean, there's really – Nick Vigil also left. He signed with Arizona. But he was a good spot starter when they yeah, needed him last year. He's pretty good in pass coverage. A, a replaceable component. Replaceable. I kind of compare him to like yeah. a Dennis Kelly from Tennessee. Yeah, he's he's replaceable for sure. So, I mean, they lost some pieces. None of them are going to be like absolutely detrimental. Yeah. Um, offensively, they didn't actually lose a lot offensively. Mason Cole was really the only one that was worth anything that they, eh, Tyler Conklin was the other one. He played really well without mm-hmm. Irv Smith last year. He's gone. He went to New York. Curious how Irv is, does. Well, I hope, year. I hope he finally gets on the field and stays there. Like, my God. Well, you still have Herndon too, don't you? Nope. He's traded gone. a fourth round pick for Herndon last year. He had like 10 catches and one touchdown and he is no longer. <laughs> Thank you, Rick Spielman for that. Oh my God. Uh, lovely deal. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't have than, paid Conklin what he got paid though. No, I not when walk. you have Herb Smith. You yeah. can't. You can't pay him that. You just can't afford it. You could that. just take a third round tight end this year. Yeah, like yep. blocking tight just, end and run it down the throat. Exactly. With. Pick another guy who was just like Tyler Conklin coming out yeah. of college. Uh, Mason Cole was an, uh, a, another nice spot starter. He's more of a center. He's too light, I think, to be a guard. He's like 295 pounds at okay. most. He gets bullied uh, by bigger guys. He's a lot like a Garrett Bradbury. He's oh, also undersized. Yep. I thought he was going to be good. I wanted him. I was pissed when the Vikings yeah, stuck in the pick before I Tennessee. was really happy. I thought he was going to be like a mainstay, and now he's almost on his way out. Yeah, it's crazy. He'll be starting this year at least to to, be, to yeah, begin the season. Probably have to, yeah. We'll see what they do with him. Unless the Vikings end up taking Linderbaum, that guy from Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Um, which actually, I guess, leads, well, I guess we I, I still we should still go over who they brought in because there's a lot of guys they brought back. That's You're not wrong, I guess. So we can just but, flip-flop over to the other side of things. Yeah. Uh, well, first and foremost, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, fucking... Uh, Extended him again, God knows why. They had to. It was either going to be trade or extend, and there was no other option. No, you can't well, cut one year, 35 money. mil. That's fun. They they had to do it, and no oh, one's going to take Oh, it reduced his cap number by almost $14 million. That makes that's, sense. That was the reason they did it, and... After this season, maybe they'll. I will. I wouldn't be surprised if after this year they find a different quarterback. But they they were really in a, a tough spot with him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean that's just basically what you have to do. Spielman kind of handcuffed the new regimen yeah. coming or regimen yeah, coming they, in. So they were stuck. Their hands were tied. It was either. The, one or I just the called other. them the regime. I meant regime. There we go. Third times the charm. Got it. The regime. <laughs> well, other than that, they re-signed Chris or Sean Mannion as well. That's huge. Wow, crazy. Yeah, um, quarterback well, positions locked down. He's for imperative years to, to our offense. If without Mannion, our offense does not exist. Oh, yeah, it's Kirk's best friend, dude. Yeah, they drive minivan together. I actually heard that um, he's they they think of Mannion more as like a like a coach, more of a coach yeah. than anything than he is a player. The Lyle's backup quarterbacks are only there because they're fucking geniuses. Yeah, that's that's part of it. So that, I think that's a lot of reason why they they brought him back. And you I guys. Wouldn't be shocked if they end up with a quarterback like next year and they keep Mannion again just yeah. as like a tutor. Yeah. You guys uh 
definitely invested in the linebacking core as well. Mm-hmm. Want to talk about that a little bit, baby? Yeah, I already mentioned Jordan Hicks. I think it's like a two-year, ten million. Yes, sir. Um, playing inside linebacker, he's okay from Arizona. I think slight upgrade over like a vigil. I'd agree. Um, More reliable for sure. Yeah, because he's he's got starting experience. And he in the only last I think years. Yeah, it says here <clears throat> six and a half is guaranteed only. So if yeah, one it, year goes bad, you can cut him and not have a lot of dead money. I don't. They're not on like the hook for a five. lot for yeah. him. But uh, I I'm I don't hate that move. They. <clears throat> they had to bring in somebody because the only guy that they had that can play in the middle was Eric Hendricks. Mm-hmm. And even Kendricks is... He needs some help. He needs help. And he's fairly small for an inside linebacker. He's a fantastic linebacker. He's really good. Uh, but he's fairly small for an inside linebacker in, in that scheme that they're going to run. Mm-hmm. Um, Zadarius Smith we briefly touched on as well. Stealing another aging Packer that still might have some juice in the tank. Yeah, I don't know what to think about it because he had a back injury last year, which scares the shit I out like of me. I like him. <clears throat> but he's also been really, really good when he's been mm-hmm. out. And he's tall and lanky. It's yeah, kind of reminds me like a Trey Edmonds in Buffalo. Him, him and Hunter, if they if they're healthy coming off the edges here, we got a scary good pass rush. Yeah. Um, they signed Harrison Phillips from Buffalo. My Bills. Uh, I don't know what position he's gonna play because I. He played in a four three in Buffalo. Yeah, he'll just um, be a rotational tackle, line player. Most but likely. I don't know if he'll be a nose tackle or if he's gonna be a defensive end. Um. Either way, I think it was a decent pickup because it was like three years, not super expensive, I think less than $20 million. Um, And for guys that we need in a, a scheme that they're going to be running now, we really don't have a lot of guys that fit that well. Um, there's a, there's going to be a lot of moving parts this yeah, year. Yeah, it could so, be a whole new defensive scheme. Did you keep your defensive coordinator? No. So it could be a whole new defense, you know. You know it, I mean? it is. It is a whole new defensive mm-hmm. scheme. It's uh, they actually Ed Donatello is the new D coordinator from. He's coming from Denver. Um, he played with Vic. Or played. He was a. I think he, he. I don't know if he's the coordinator for Vic Fangio. Oh. Before he got fired. Don't know if I love that. Um, but defensively, he's had success for years and years. So he's highly. He's pretty respected around the league. You brought Pat Pete back on a one year deal. Yeah, which we is also to. big. We yeah, had to by the I time like by the time they brought Peterson back. The defensive back market was like there was not much left. <clears throat> he was the only de- like starting, even remotely starting caliber option. Mm-hmm. So and then I'd, you signed offensive guard Chris Reed. Yeah, there's a couple other depth like yeah, linemen. I don't that they really know too much about him to be honest. I don't know anything about him. I'm not going to pretend like I do. Jesse yeah. Davis is another one they got from Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone in Miami's like, go ahead and take him. So, I, uh, so I, would I don't know how I feel Not high hopes that. for Jesse Davis here. Nope. Um, um, but kind of cover with Pat Pete. So the Vikings have the 12th pick in the draft this year. Yes. And I truthfully think it's, there's not a bigger match made in heaven than you guys taking Stingley at 12. Yeah, LSU it seems guy like, can get mentored by Pat Pete. Really doesn't seems have, like that's going to be what they do. Doesn't have to be corner one in year one. Yeah. They'll still let Pat cover. Yeah. And he can learn a lot under a dude who's done it and done it at a high level for a long time. And that LSU connection, they love DBU, man. Yeah. So he'll be more willing to help him probably than he would anybody else. Not that he would, wouldn't would be willing to help anyone else. but I think behind the scenes, maybe even publicly, I don't know. Um, I'm sure Peterson's going to be politicking to try to get Stingley Yeah. just because of the LSU connection. They've probably met each other uh, already mm-hmm. just having been – going uh, gone to the same school and you guys have wasted a lot of capital on corners but you just really haven't hit no and uh, it's just xavier rhodes was the only one that was really worth what we put into him mm-hmm. trey wayne's got paid i guess but he didn't really play well till the end of his time in minnesota yeah he took some years to develop he he was really handsy he had a lot of closing speed mike that was hughes his one was a trade. bust jeff yep. gladney bust 
Um, they Mackenzie Alexander Mackenzie was a second Alexander round pick. Was, he, was, man, he had yeah. his he had his years. Um, they invested a lot in the corners when Zimmer was here, and it just never really panned not, out. To not what, many of them panned out. Yeah. So Stingley, in my opinion, is the best corner in the draft. I think he's better than Sauce Gardner. I would prefer. Gardner. I think he's been the best corner in the draft since he signed his national letter of intent to go to LSU. <laughs> yeah. He. And, I. I think of. <clears throat> I just have a lot of faith in the product they put on the field, like in the defensive back that's, perspective from LSU. That's fair. I think Stingley's the guy, like, between Stingley and Gardner, because they're obviously the best two corners in the draft. Mm-hmm. Between the two, I think Stingley is, like, the more natural, obviously naturally gifted, um, physically gifted. Mm-hmm. Gardner's just the guy that strikes me as, the, like, the dude that had to work to get to this level a and little bit harder. And Stingley was on a really bad team this year, comparatively. Yeah, so I know that the the concern for a lot of people with Stingley is that his production over the last two years has not been there. Com- when you compare it to how kind of he hype good he was been. as a freshman slash sophomore, <clears throat> or I mean freshman, I guess. Um, but he had yeah six picks as a freshman or whatever the fuck it was, and then people just quit throwing your way when you when you do that, you know. Mm-hmm. When and then when this year when you, your defense is not very good, right. Yeah, when the they're team, gonna, you're not gonna be put in situations to succeed. So, yeah, I, I think it's for sure the Vikings are looking corners the number one look that they're gonna at twelve. That's one hundred percent. That's where they're looking first and foremost. I don't know if Stingley will for sure be there. I don't expect Gardner to be there. Um, I think Gardner goes first. I think he'll go first, which is frustrating to me because I really think Stingley should. But um, if they don't go corner, I think they're either gonna go. Some sort of an edge rusher, because Zadarius Smith is not after the first year. His contract is basically not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't pay him a whole lot of guaranteed money because he's still getting paid a shitload from Green Bay, and so they're not really tied to him past this year, even though it's a three-year contract. True. Um, so they could go edge, and if they don't do that, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they trade down, because those are the two most significant needs. And if 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 nothing's there, you know, if Gardner and Stingley get sniped. And, you know, most of these edge guys, like if, if Thibodeau's obviously going to be gone. Yeah, Thibodeau's though, intrigues me because he falls in a lot of boards for yeah. some reason. And I don't understand because before the season started, he was like the consensus. You're going to be the next yeah. way too early mock draft, like 1.0 after the draft. He's well, the first overall pick. I think now. there's a lot of guys that were combine fucking heroes kind of thing, pro mm-hmm. day heroes that are rising up boards. And Thibodeau's always just been there. So he's just kind of staying where he's at. And then there's other people that are getting Kinda pushed. Like, oh, he's him. probably better than him. I yeah. just think he's got a good price. So good. Aiden Hutchinson's my number one player, mm-hmm. but so I, if, if, if there's a run on edge rushers and both the corners happen to be gone by the time the Vikings come up by 12, I, I totally think they're going to trade down. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't trade down too far. Cause I would prefer that they try to get some sort of an impact player. One. What kinda, if they throw a curveball and draft like Garrett Wilson? I was just going to say one dark horse, <laughs> sort of scenario is that that they go edge rushers receiver. are gone corners are gone and they go wide receiver Thielen's not getting any younger he's like 32 what did he sign a one-year deal or did he just restructure? it was like a one-year extension okay. sort of or, or a is a restructure yes i think they added on like a void year or two so they kicked the can down the road a little ways money wise well who's your wide receiver three at this point kj osborne who's oh, like which he's actually kirk likes him he does he's okay um, but I mean, would you rather have KJ Osborne or Chris Olave, right? Or Garrett Wilson mm-hmm. or Drake London? And if that's the best option available at at twelve, and 
I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it if they yeah. picked wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be upset what, what whatsoever. Um, Keeps your offensive identity close to what it was. Yeah. So if not better. Um, we spent enough time in the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I kind of I'm, I'm a homer, so I'm, I'm <laughs> a little okay. longer on that one. But uh, we can roll right into the Packers. Boo. Yeah. Um, so they have two picks in the first round, which and the is second, crazy, which is scary. Yeah. But we'll just kind of go over their free agency acquisitions they and mostly, departures. What do you want to look at first, departures or acquisitions? They, they mostly let people go. They didn't bring a whole lot in via free agency. In fact, yeah, I only they have one name. Traded Adams. Yep, that's which the is big tough. news. The obvious. Uh, they lost Equimania St. Brown as well and MVS. So their wide receiver room is looking grim right now. Wait, MVS is gone? Was Yeah, he went to the Chiefs. You mean AJ Brown? No. Oh. AJ Nonis. AJ Nonis. Love that season two still continues this joke. Dennis <laughs> Kelly. That's they also nice. lost. And Billy Turner. And Lucas Patrick. Well, they lost three guys on the line. Lucas Patrick was more of a rotational guy, though. Uh, Kevin King, good riddance. I'm sure most Packers fans would agree with that. Uh, Zadaria Smith, like we said, went to the Vikings. Uh, Oren Burks went to the Niners. Yeah. Merciless retired. Yeah, their their linebacking core is kind of depleted. And, and they lost their punter, who is actually not a bad punter, Corey Bohorges or how Borges or whatever it is. Borges, yeah, I don't know. Borges, however you say it. So they did lose a decent amount of uh, help for Aaron, which is never a good thing. They, they didn't have that much to begin with. They signed him. They uh, brought Lazard back. Brought Tanyan back. On a one-year deal only, I do like that signing. He likes Robert Tanya, and that's pretty cheap. That's pretty cheap value for how good of a tight end. <clears throat> for uh, yeah, for a starting is. tight end. Vondre Campbell, a guy I really like actually. Five pretty for underrated. I would have paid him that. I don't. Know, I don't. Know how Ten old mil for a linebacker. That's he's not bad. I like. Before him. last year, I was just reading this this morning. Before last year, he was a free agent right up until like pretty pretty late in the process. Could have been something to do with COVID though. One year, two million dollar deal. And he turned out to be an all-pro, and now he got paid. Yeah, good for him. That's the cheapest all-pro <clears throat> year of all time, though. Seriously. So, other than, like, a rookie deal. Seriously. Preston Smith, they signed a four-year extension. So, I mean, they paid him, too, 52 and a half. Oh, no. Oh, no, just kidding. In all, with his contract where it is right now, he gets 65 over the next five. So that's pretty good. Jerron Reed came in. Razul Douglas was a big yeah, sign back. He played back. well for them last year, very well for them. He's so. another guy that they literally picked up the practice squad mm-hmm. from Arizona. Like, how in the fuck does that happen? And he got a three-year, $21 million deal, so good for him. That's dope. Can't wait to see him get torched by Jefferson next year. And they signed Pat O'Donnell, the punter, to replace Bohorja Wales. So not a whole lot of free agent. They're going to have to do a lot of work in the draft and yeah. really rely on Aaron Rodgers this year even more than they did last year, which is insane to 100%. me. 100%. But- they absolutely. they gotta go wide receiver, right? I like we talked about this earlier. You brought this up. Is they might go wide receiver, wide receiver. They might take. Two. They have two first round picks. Yeah. They pick twenty second and twenty eighth. And there's gonna be a lot of decent value there because when you're talking about that, you can look at the names like Jahan Dotson, who I would yep. absolutely love for Green Bay to get. Dotson's a good that fit there. He's money. like a Randall Cobb. Yeah, type. Chris Olave, really well. George Pickens, super physical, likes to play mean. That's perfect for the Green Bay style of play. Have you seen him? Have you seen his like tape at all when he block when in, like the run blocking game as a wide receiver? He lays corners out, like puts them on their ass, like all the time. He loves to be physical. Green Bay. George Pickens be- is a guy I love coming out of this draft because he's got that rugged, tugged mentality. Like he plays old school football. And they're going to be running a lot. Well, maybe not a lot more, but they're going to their run game is going to they're going to get some work. It's mm-hmm. going to be a it, like I think you talked about this the other day. It's going to be Camara 
and Mark Ingram kind of 2.0 yep. with, with AJ uh, Dillon and Aaron Jones. Yeah. They're going to use him eerily similar. Yeah. And I they're both so. fantastic backs. And I think at this point, the only other place I see them really going is linebacker edge. I could see if David Ojabo is there. If he falls because of the Achilles. Boye Mafe. Boye Kobe Mafe, Dean yeah. is a really interesting pick for me, especially losing Zedarius. Yeah. Kobe he's, Dean's a hell of a player, and he's, he's um, falling into the late 20s in a lot of drafts. Yep. Or mock drafts. And truthfully, I'd, I'd, Traylon Burks will be there too, another wide receiver. I like that. him. Mm-hmm. I like Traylon Burks a lot. He's big. He's like 6'3", 230. He can I mean, run pretty well. They're going to have He's options physical. at the positions they need to address where they are in the draft. So I think they make both these picks. And I think that it's probably yeah. either going to be double wide receiver or one wide receiver and one pass rusher slash linebacker. If they don't go wide receiver, wide receiver, or at least get one in the first round, they're for sure taking two in the second round. Oh, yeah. Their secondary is loaded right now, too, so they don't really have to address corners. Secondary is golden. Yeah. The defensive line is they, – they could use a little help. They have Kenny Clark. True, but where they're drafting – Right now, I don't. Love I don't know what's going to be a available. Lot of prospects for on the defensive line. Yeah, I'm not seeing a lot. Um, when it comes, to, I mean, like, I, it's more edge rusher value there at that point. You could right. get Devonte Wyatt from Georgia as well. He's not a bad player. Dude, I've seen him as going as high as like 14 in some mock drafts. The entire Georgia defense it belongs it's in the just, league. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stupid, terrifying. <laughs> like how how good that defense was. No wonder they won the fucking national championship this last year. They're incredible. Right. Literally um, insane. Trayvon Walker as well is just nuts. Yeah. Yeah, looking looking at the rankings for like some, you know, sort of Jordan Davis from Georgia. Another yeah. guy just ran like I don't think he gets to twenty two. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. He's yeah. He ran way too well. I think uh Yeah, he plays close he like lose he literally he runs like he's thirty pounds lighter than he is. Yeah. I th- I think the Chargers take him at seventeen or whatever the fuck they're at. Yeah. Um but anyway. I think Chargers go wide receiver, but that's just me. Oh, man. You put another wide receiver in with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen? Look out. Got to take the top out. off. Well, they have Guyton to take the top off. They might not need to. But there's just so much value there that yeah. this someone, is a, someone's going to fall who shouldn't fall into like those late teens. 100%. Or even just like the late single digits. Like Thibodeau might fall to like nine on some stupid like, you know what just I think because is, of team needs and – I almost feel like a likely scenario is that um, even though the quarter the, the quarterback class is kind of viewed as not not being super super yeah. strong, just a lot more potential than talent. But I think there's teams that need quarterbacks that are going to end up reaching. Oh them. yeah, Malik Willis. Someone's reaching on and Malik Willis because they push. know the game's changing that way. Yeah, and Kenny Pickett's going to probably. I bet you Carolina reaches for him at six, or they trade. Do you down. think Pickett goes first? I do. I'll bet you twenty bucks that Malik Willis goes before Pickett. That would basically mean Malik Willis is a top five pick because I I hundred percent think Pickett's going six to Carolina. Oh. <laughs> or they're or they're or they're playing He's a smokescreen because it may it could be they could be yeah what if Detroit drafts Willis at two I don't mm, I don't think they will or the Giants take him at five they're, they didn't exercise the Danny Dimes option and they have no money to pay him. There's no way Danny Dimes makes it past this year in New York. I think, I think Malik Willis. If if the if Carolina doesn't take Pickett, they take Willis. Seattle trades up. That is a very real scenario. Five. 
that could be a very real scenario. With the Giants, who already have the seventh pick, too. Yeah. The Giants just need even more capital than they have. They need to continue they to need, stack picks. The Giants need to just sell the team and move on. <laughs> they need to move on to New, <laughs> new Ruther, or Rutherford, New Jersey, wherever they, they are. are. East Rutherford, that's what it is. Fucked with a yeah. capital F. Yeah. But we'll get into that when we cover them because I got a whole tangent for the fans of the Giants. Yeah, if you're a Giants that's fan, tough. Um, let Saquon go and get any value for him now before yeah. you completely ruin his career. Yeah, they're 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 in trouble. Uh, yeah. Well, as for the Packers, I think that's about all I got. Yeah, I mean, we uh, it, it's wide receiver or it's going to be like a. I could see offensive line. Maybe you could talk me into it. Like maybe but linderbaum's there god damn it the fan base would riot yeah they have to they, if they don't go wide receiver at 22 people will riot even if they wait till 28 to take a wide receiver people will be pissed that they didn't take a wide receiver first oh they almost have to if i'm aaron Rodgers and they don't pick a receiver in the first round i am punching guntakus in the fucking <laughs> face. i don't care anymore at this point maybe will, I'm, a, I'm gonna i'm gonna go full will smith and i'm walking That's up i'm slapping the shit out of my gm if i'm aaron Rodgers, we don't condone violence at the fantasy <laughs> four series podcast, i'm condoning but. it right now <laughs> That's, oh god um <laughs> That's just my opinion. That's but. just, but that's just <laughs> uh, good thing I'm not a Packers fan. <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right, well, as and as far as the Bears go, we don't have much to cover. They need a lot, but they <laughs> traded a lot to yeah. get Justin Fields, and they might ruin that guy. I don't know. I can't tell if he's a bust or if they're just, like, not using him the way they should use him. Not, not only are they going to gut their entire draft pick capital or, like, their draft capital for the, the next couple of years, and they're going to – they traded Khalil Mack also, but – just to get Fields, they traded away all those picks, and then they're going to ruin him anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I do I like the like new it. head coach coming in. He did address it and say that they're going to use they're going to uh, their offense is going to be built around what Justin does best. So hopefully they actually play like, kind of like a Ravens where they build the yeah. offense around Lamar Jackson as opposed to just trying to fit him into a mold that he's not. They need to. I think Matt Nagy was too like. Yeah. Nope, you're going to fit yeah, our system. Old school football. Baby. Yeah. And I, I get he came from the Chiefs, and, and you know, the Chiefs' offense is the Chiefs' offense. But right. um, I think he tried to force Justin Fields to be something he's really not. Um, where at did, least too uh, early in his career. Where did the Bills OC go? Uh, New York. New York. Brian Dable is the new head coach of the Giants. So he gets to deal with that mess. I mean. So. We shouldn't have to move too far. Yeah. It was <laughs> from West New York to East New York. So as far as what the Bears need. I think they need to address the offensive line for sure. Yeah, their offensive line is in shambles. They weren't good last year, and Jason Peters was their starting left tackle at 40 years old. It's so. <laughs> uh, well, they really haven't done a lot to be excited about either in free they agency. Haven't. Brought Simeon in. Why? Byron Pringle. Why? Equinomius St. Brown. Why? Ryan Griffin. I don't Who? hate that. The tight end. No. I mean, he's got a one-year deal, $2.25 million. He's a decent blocking tight end. He can run some routes. He's okay. not horrible. But, I mean, it's not like a big signing, but he's a good role player. Okay. Lucas Patrick, an offensive guard, offensive lineman, Dakota Dozier. Like, <laughs> Al Quadin Muhammad. Yeah, they... Tavon Young. Be like, all these guys are just role-playing. They didn't really do anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the long play is here for chicago like polls and the, the list of people they lost is terrifying mm-hmm. akeem hicks ogletree yeah. alan robinson below right Nichols. andy I mean, dalton cohen damian Jesus. williams demir bird joaquin grant marquise goodwin you said alan robinson jimmy graham jesse james jermaine afidi 
Jason Peters, James Daniels, yeah. Elijah Wilkinson, Eddie Goldman, Akeem Hicks, you already mentioned, Bilal Nichols, Khalil, Khalil Mack. Mack, Bruce Irvin, Ogletree, you said, Danny Trevithan, Artie Burns, Tashawn Gibson. Yeah, Everyone's like gone. Are, they're turning over everything. Yeah, and they're they're gonna they're, be bad. They're in full rebuild or rebuild mode. They're, this they're year. gonna be really bad. Which, which is what scares me about Fields. Fields. You're just wasting another year of his rookie contract because gonna, you you're committing to being a horrible team. They're gonna waste two to three years of his rookie contract because this next is not, year's not gonna be this great is not gonna be a quick either. turnaround. And so you're gonna put a. a Do rookie? they have a first round pick next year? Oh fuck. Um, I. Th- I think they do. Think I don't think they, they traded do. the first one next year. I, I think they have it. I don't think they gave up three firsts to go, to move up. So it's just a ridiculous amount of turnover there. That's going to be an entirety new team. But if you're a Chicago fan, you're probably excited about that because you don't like what they put on the field last year anyways. So I think they're going to be a top three pick in the draft next year. I think they're going to be a top one. I think Chicago has a chance to be the worst team in the league. They could year. be. Houston's probably going to get it. But um, but that Davis Mills is the answer, dude. He's they the they extended truth. Brandon Cooks, so. Okay, this is off topic, but Davis Mills, Trevor Lawrence, long term, who are you taking? Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. Do you trust anything that goes on in Jacksonville as an <laughs> accurate depiction of who the player is? That's. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I just. I was just thinking, if Trevor Lawrence is such a reach, yeah, he is a reach. <laughs> I told you, first pick was a reach, but that's Jacksonville <laughs> doing Jacksonville things. My guess is Jacksonville is going to do something stupid at one. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I totally think so. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, go safety first yeah. overall. Yeah, best uh, best athlete in the draft. <laughs> little Darius Hayward Bay action. Good God, we're gonna pick a safety that runs a four nine forty. He runs slower than a three hundred sixty pound Jordan Davis. Yeah, they're gonna mess it up. It's just a matter of how, and I I'm here for it. Jags are gonna Jags. They really do. I can see them going like Jordan Davis, that guy that ran super fast. Big up, athletic prowess, him. <laughs> Over all three of the edge rushers and everything else. <laughs> first and second down player. And he's not even. Or a they're going to go player. like Sauce yeah, Gardner first overall, just because yeah. they like his attitude. It reminds us of, it reminds us of Jalen, and we miss him. <laughs> and then we're going to trade him three years from now. Yeah, right. Little little picks that we're going to miss. When he requests anyway. to fucking leave. <laughs> so um, I yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with them, but I know it's going to be bad, and I can't wait. So yeah. Chicago doesn't have a first-round pick this year either, so it's like, who do you even project that they're going to take? We don't know who's going to be there. They got the 39th this, pick. Yeah, right. Oh, fuck. Hopefully some what are they talent from someone that falls. They Maybe have so many needs. Take Daniel Falele from Minnesota. Oh, Send him to go. Chicago. Yeah. Take the big 6'9 fucking monster. He's a monster, dude. 400 pounds. It's crazy. Some Jesus. Actually, some girl from high school, from my high school, is dating her. Or dating him. It's a wild world, dude. Which is incredible. Yeah. She'll be set up. That's pretty cool. Good for her. <laughs> Hope it lasts. Not that she wouldn't have been anyways. I don't, know, I don't know what she does, but I'm not assuming that she's not going to do anything. So I'm curious to see where he's going to go. And yeah, it's because it, a while ago he was projected to be a first rounder at times. Mm-hmm. He's and on a couple of top 50 lists I looked at, he's anywhere from like 35 to 45, somewhere in there. Yeah, so that's around people, where the Bears pick. So. It's, I'm, I've seen him first round. I've seen him project in the third round. I don't really know where he's going to fall. Yeah, no, Probably somewhere in the well, middle. Someone's going to bet on the size more so than anything. Yeah. yeah. He can teach technique. But he can't teach size. That's true. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what else to say about Chicago. <laughs> yeah, they, we'll address that going forward when we do our actual mock draft. I don't see them trading up to get back into the first round either after either. the trade last year. They just don't have enough capital no, there to don't. keep shooting themselves in the foot. So just leave it alone, I think. They have, they pick have when two you seconds. have to pick. Yep. I think they'll I think they'll take this draft, kind of bite the bullet, just get through it, and then next year they should have a bunch of uh, high draft capital because mm-hmm. they, they're going to suck. So. All right. Well, if you're the Lions, I guess we'll roll back into the last team here for this episode. 
you have the second pick and the 32nd pick. So your Stafford trade got you arguably the worst pick in the first round that you can get. I mean, not arguably, it pretty much is, but you can look at it as a way of stealing a fifth-round option for a guy. That's the only value of the 30 seconds. Yeah, you got to look at it as a glass half full kind of a but teams situation. But teams do end up, because they get that fifth op, fifth year option, they end up reaching on players, specifically like quarterbacks late in the first, mm-hmm. uh, i.e. Jordan Love. Right. Just because they want to try to get that extra fifth year for cheap if they hit on somebody. But that if you're reaching on a, on a guy like that, then what's the odds of you actually hitting on him? You know, if he's a second, Very, third round pick, yeah, but you're right. picking him in the first just because you want an extra year on his rookie deal. Playing a dangerous, dangerous game. Yeah, because you think about Jordan Love. The Packers know full well. They know exactly what they've gotten him now, and they couldn't even trade him. You know, did like they like wholeheartedly try? Oh, though, do you I think? guarantee you, they took some. They were try. They they would take calls on Jordan Love if they could get rid of him right now. They got Rodgers for the next three years at least. Yeah, what a waste of a pick. Now that that deal came out, and they traded up to get him, so they <sighs> gave up picks to get him. Um, that hurts my soul. Anyway, we're getting off topic, but. No, yeah, you're good. So uh, if you're the Lions here, I don't think you go tackle. Mm, you do a tackle last year. You still have Decker. You got Ragnar on center. Yeah, the highest paid um, center in the league. Like your line seems to be addressed. That's where I think strength. you have to go whichever you pass rusher's player. available. I think Dan Campbell is going defense. Yeah, I think, I think so too, but it's a matter of which guy. Does Jacksonville take Thibodeau at one? Do they take Hutchinson at one? Do they take a lineman at one? Because if they take a lineman at one, then you have your option between both. And then what do you do? I I think you go I think it's Hutch- Hutchinson for sure. I, I think it's Hutchinson, but I I do kind of feel like Thibodeau's not like nipping at his heels. I, I also think do think Trayvon Walker is really putting himself in the conversation to be a part of that top. He three. is. He's he's shooting up draft boards. I think he's going to be like a surprise pick somewhere in the top five, six, seven picks. Where people are gonna be like, um, I think there's gonna be players that are probably probably better than him that get drafted. After that man him. has another gear though. That's true. It's just I was watching some of his clips of him at the doing combine workouts mm-hmm. and shit, and him just running some of those agility drills. Oh yeah, he just looks he insane. incredibly increased his stock. It was impressive. So I think out of the three there, if I'm Detroit at two, my dream scenario is that Hutchinson falls to me. I would say so think that's what I do. I also could see Detroit doing Detroit things and not wanting to deal with Goff and t- reaching and taking the first quarterback. I, I what I think shocked. I wouldn't be shocked, and it would be Malik Willis. Put my money on that. It would be if if they're going to pick a quarterback second, it's going to be Willis because he's but the one worthy. I think if you're Detroit, you need to trade back here. Yeah, I do. They they need. So There's much plenty help. of talent, and they need a lot of help. They They've missed on the, even Akuda really hasn't panned out either. Yeah, he got hurt last year. They need help all get, across You could the trade board. back and get like Stingley. Yeah. Or yeah. somebody like that that's going to fall into the later teens. They could stay in the top 10, I mean, trade like, back, and get multiple first. And we see corners fall. Sertain fell last year. Yeah. J.C. Horn was not supposed to be the first corner taken. Nobody thought that. No, I think they could They could move back from two, stay in the top 10, and get extra picks. Like if next, yeah, like a Seattle's year. one team that I really want to watch here going forward so. because they're going to make a move. I don't think they that got, they, I don't think they pick at nine. No, Seattle got three first round picks from Denver and mm-hmm. they got two of them in the future in their back pocket so they can move up and they really need a quarterback. And so I, I think if there's a team that's going to trade up at all with Detroit, Seattle's the one I got my eye on. 
they've just they've got the most capital to do yeah it it's with. a shame they don't have their other first round pick though because of Jamal Adams yeah he is not worthy um, yeah that was a good trade for the Jets actually they fleeced him but uh yeah I I think Detroit because like you said there's so many things that they need and they that if I was their GM I would be looking to trade back even if it's just a spot or two why not get mm-hmm. some extra take some extra picks you're still gonna get a top flight player um, if you can stay in the range of the five, six, top five or six, where you can still get an edge rusher, I think that would be a very good scenario. Yeah, if you can come out of there, moving yeah. back and getting Walker, Thibodeau, or yes. Hutchinson, that's obviously the dream scenario. But that's going to be hard to make happen. Yeah, <clears throat> they didn't uh, looking at like you know players they let go in the off season. They didn't. The list not that long. I mean, they they released Trey Flowers. Yeah, that was the big one. They saved like ten million in cap space. The rest of it, I like, feel like most fans saw that coming too. If you're a fan of the Lions, and yeah, if you follow the team, um, Jan Reeves may have been, but he wasn't fantastic. The, the rest of the names that have got cut or released or or had expired deals, it's n- nobody's really worthy mm-hmm. of mentioning. Even Kaderil Hodge. Well, they brought DJ Chark in. <clears throat> And that's he's really the only notable name that they signed. Khalif Raymond re-signed for a two-year deal. I can't believe that guy. <laughs> Mike got Hughes. Him. They brought in Mike Hughes. Josh Reynolds re-signed to a two-year deal too. God, just taking all the old Titans wide receivers. Yeah, it's just like what there's. They didn't. They didn't make any real moves. You Mike agency. Hughes. Yeah, that's bad. Um, so they're. I mean, yeah, they're just Detroiting right now. They're, they're just doing they're what Detroit does. In the draft. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, they're. I, I could see them going like Devin Lloyd. At 32? Yeah, I think The linebacker 32. from Utah. He didn't really test well, but he's a fantastic player on tape. I think 32 is entirely dependent on whether or not they trade back mm-hmm. with the second pick. Because if... I I do th- I do don't think they go quarterback second. I think they try to take a quarterback 32 if they have, like, Desmond Ritter or somebody still there. Um, potentially, Ooh, I, could, I could like that. Potentially Matt Corral, if he's still there as well. I don't think he goes in the first round. I don't I don't think he should be taken in the first round, but I think he could be in the back end of it just because of like the fifth year option thing that we talked about. Um truthfully, none of these quarterbacks if if this was a draft class like like next year is supposed to look like. Yeah. Um and these guys were in it, none of them would be first round picks. I I don't think. Maybe Malik Willis. Maybe because of his running ability, athletic ability, yeah. That's kind of how the game's them, going. The rest of them should be second, third round picks. It's just that there's not anyone else that's better in this particular class. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, also, Okuda, if he comes back and stays healthy, you still don't really know. You can't fully yeah. give up on him yet. You don't. You don't know what you're going to get with him because he was at what third overall. Mm-hmm. And Awari is not horrible on their side. Their corners aren't terrible. So I could see him going like safety and trying to like complete yeah. the whole build. Yeah. Because they have Tracy Walker, who I actually like too. But like Daxon Hill is another guy I'd like on sure. Michigan. I I I think I think what they're doing is they're trying to build, obviously build the team in, uh, you know Dan Campbell's image. He's a he's a grinder. He's a hard nosed fucking guy. He wants to beat beat teams up. They play hard. They play tough. We saw it last year. They played really tough in a lot of games. They just mm-hmm. had a lot of bad breaks too. Yep. Um, I. I think Edge, it's for sure going to be a defensive player, I think, first. I don't think they go anywhere else. If it's a tackle, it's Evan Neal. But I just can't, I don't see that happening. Not with not with what they have on the line. It, it'd be tough to – Yeah. You'd have to cut somebody. 
I just don't know why you would ever take a line. You just can't take a lineman if you're Detroit. You have to go defense. Yeah, I think it's I think it's defense or they trade down. Because <clears throat> anything else would be a reach, basically. Pretty much, yes. So, yeah, I'm honestly okay with that. Yeah. 32 is just kind of a crapshoot. It as is. As to who falls to them. It more is. So it's, than it's, there's so many variables that could change between the second mm-hmm. pick and the 31st pick. You get a Travis Jones on the defensive tackle side if he falls. He's if one of those wide receivers. Another... Another thing I could see them doing. This is sort of a long shot, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if they, if they punt on the thirty-two and they trade it. If they can get a future first for next year and try to get a quarterback next year's draft yeah. class, if they don't pick somebody else early, because next year's class is supposed to be so stacked with talent mm-hmm. that everybody's talking. You know, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, whatever. <clears throat> if they don't go QB earlier and they don't see anyone at thirty-two that they're really Tate Martell. With, Yes, Tate Martell. He's on the market. Yeah. Wait, is he a wide receiver still, or did he switch back? I think he's not even playing football anymore. Oh. I think he's going Johnny Manziel. He's just oh gonna be, god. He kind of reminds play. me of him. He's be playing in some arena league somewhere. Yeah, right. Or the, the <laughs> virtual voted football league where the fans pick the plays or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he'll be he'll be signing some like some chick's tits and snorting coke in a bathroom, and then going out and playing some football. And yeah, it's Johnny Manziel. <laughs> I, I just can't believe that that dude did that. And I wanted the Vikings to draft him. I was so pissed when they passed on him. I was livid. Mm-hmm. I wanted Johnny fucking football here. He was my phone background for like two years. He would have sold I tickets. Wanted oh, I wanted him here. Oh, he's horrible, so. Well, that's why I'm not a GM. Yeah, right. So, well, I am in my own mind. Mm-hmm. Pretty good fucking Madden GM. <laughs> it's totally the same. Oh, boy. Anyway, we are finished with the yeah. NFC North. Uh, um, just happy to be back more so than anything. Yeah, it's yeah. good to get back into the swing of things. It's it's fun just doing the research and reading about these guys and just spitballing takes and shooting from the hip on some of this stuff. Yeah, I, I miss this, man. Yep. Well, it was a pleasure, and we thank you for listening once again, and we will be back with another episode previewing probably the NFC West. Yes, sir. We'll All catch right. you next time. Peace.